Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today, I want you to be unapologetically you. I got a question for you. Are you choosing to be the best version of yourself or the best version you think others want you to be? I know this is really hard because we all want to belong. But in order to have a community, we need to be the best version of ourselves, flaws and all, and be willing to accept it and have others understand that you're not always going to be perfect. If you're looking to unshackle yourself from the grips of perfectionism, over-accommodating, and people-pleasing, I've got some really special needs for you. You have a right to be you unapologetically. And if you're interested in learning about how you can step into this new freedom and this new hope, stay with me after this short break and we will get straight to it. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad you are choosing to spend your time with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. So glad that you are choosing to uplevel your life and suspend to the idea that there is more ahead of you than behind you. If this is your very first time listening, make sure that you hit that follow subscribe button. I know I've got people on Spotify, Pocket Cast, all sorts of places <laughs> that I want to make sure that as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening and have been enjoying it, what up? So glad that you're still enjoying the ride. Make sure that you share this podcast with someone that you know. That way we can grow this community and we can get more of what you love. If you have been wanting to send me a message, go ahead and do so. There is a link in the show notes below where you can contact me or you can also leave me a voicemail message. Make sure that you include your name and your hometown. That way I can be able to give you a little free press, a little PR on the next upcoming podcast. If you are interested in learning more about me, you can visit me on my website, denisechile.com, where you can read articles, access other podcasts, and just consider the possibilities of changing your life for the better because it is a choice and we all choose through the actions that we make daily whether or not we want to live in failure or defeat. And lastly, the this podcast is not designed just for introverts. It's designed for anyone who wants to make a change. So I want to make sure that you know that it doesn't matter what season in your life you are, whether or not you're an introvert, whether or not you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't really matter. You are welcome. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. Everything that we're going to be talking about in detail can be formed found in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where I hop into your inbox and I challenge and question and guide you lovingly back to the version of who you are ideally supposed to be. Too many of us are living identities that don't belong with us. They belong to old, outdated, inauthentic versions of ourselves, but I want to challenge those assumptions and help you realize the power that is already inside of you. And that can only be gone through amazing attitude. So I will leave a link in the show notes below if that is something is of interest to you. All right, let's talk about being unapologetically you. I'll never forget when I was first in a recovery program. This was about guys like 12 years ago and I was in a room and I remember 
somebody was saying, you have to be yourself. And I remember thinking to myself, well, I don't even like myself. And I don't even know if I'm like myself, people will like me. And I remember someone said back to me, they said, if you don't like yourself now, somebody is definitely going to hate you later. And I, when I thought about it, it's rang so true because every single time I tried to say yes when I wanted to say no, say no when I wanted to say yes, got into activities and groups and, and heck, even jobs that didn't feel really well good for me, I ended up feeling more bitter and they ended up feeling bitter too that I was around. So it was a lose-lose proposition. And I understand that we have been taught in our culture and our families and society certain rules. We've got to be a good kid. We've got to be a good employee. We've got to follow the rules. We, we just need to suck up and deal with things. We, even if it makes us feel upset, we've got bills to pay. So many rules, so many regulations, so many things that we have been taught to do. And is it any un- reason why so many people have suffered with low self-esteem and addiction and insecurities because they were never allowed or given the opportunity to express who they were, what they thought, what they believed without fear of retribution or abandonment or rejection. And I understand where that terror comes from, where you feel that you're only as good as the last social media post that you made or the last project that you made or whatever you did, where your worth was intrinsically tied to your performance. And that is something that has to be severed if you want to become a person that enjoys living life. Here's the thing. Happiness depends on what happens, but joy, living a real joyful life, understands and respects that not everything is going to shake out the way that you want. Not everyone's going to be pleased with who you are. Not everyone's going to understand nor respect your life's decisions or your sexual preferences or your sexual identity if that's something that's applicable to you. Whatever you're going through, there's no one on this world who's going to be 100% fall in line because they have their own biases, they have their own hurts, they have their own hangups, they have their own insecurities. And that often times collide with who you are and what your agenda is. And I don't want to sit here and specifically talk about one social group or another, but just the idea that as a result of this need to conform, this need to be in this group, oftentimes we find ourselves alienated and isolated. Have you ever been on uh, Facebook, I think it's like duh, mostly everyone's been on Facebook. And one of the things I find very fascinating is that all the millions of community groups from food lovers to travel aficionados to s- cigar smokers to wood makers to everything in between. And there's always rules to apply to if you want to be a member of this group. We don't do this. We say this. We talk about this. And if you don't want to conform to those rules, you don't get to fit in. And as a result, everyone has splintered off to 5,000 plus groups or millions of groups um, for that matter on social media and all these places where we feel like we need to find our tribe. 
unfortunately what has happened is because we're always focused on being tribal people and i understand why because as human beings we are built for wanting to seek survival by conforming to other people so that we know that they will take care of us and watch over us but unfortunately who is going to take care of yourself and your own individual needs if you are so fragmented from who you are from what you want to become and there usually is such a dwarf of difference because I thinking back in my own personal experience as well I was so fearful of being rejected with certain friends and certain jobs and certain occupations that I was willing to put on a great act to pretend that I who I wasn't and after a while just like with everything else the mask the facade that just falls off and you're left there asking yourself are you really willing to stay here or are you and if so are you willing to see your self-esteem crumble apart and amazing auntie talks a little bit more about how we can undo societal conditioning how we can identify who we are but for our purposes today i want to just have a brief overview and just talk with you about feeling who you are because for a lot of us especially if we grew up in traumatic or abusive homes or unstable homes we have not been able to isolate who we are we were able to play a great chameleon act where we try to mimic the people that seem to control the purse strings or the power and then we felt a false sense of safety well, as long as i'm able to not rock the boat or question who's in charge and somehow i'll know i'll be safe but eventually you'll never feel safe as long as you don't feel comfortable with yourself so this is what we're going to do we're going to sit there in our time with one another and talk about how we can get grounded how we can understand who we are deeply authentically unapologetically so that you can rise up and go for that new job or go for that new career or go with tear down that old business, start a new one, go for your new partner, wherever you believe that they are, whatever you want to do. I'm hoping that as you're listening to these ideas, you'll be able to take action. Oftentimes I've, I've heard people send to me like, Denise, I, I love what you're saying. And my next question is, what action are you going to take next? It's not enough for you to say, I want to change. It is about what you desire to do next. And is it going to come from an attitude of fear or anxiety or hope or, and of feeling ambitious and feeling opportunistic and feeling a sense of unlimitless opportunities? I want you to see a bigger and brighter future and not as something to be avoided or done at last last resort. We're not going to do this anymore. We're going to be thinking about how we can become the best version of ourselves unapologetically. And let's get straight to it. My first tip is get to feel yourself. For a lot of us, we have been, knownly or not, ashamed of our bodies. I remember myself when I was growing up, I matured way quicker in the chest apartment. And I remember moments of being bullied by the boys in my classrooms and while I was in school, oh, your chest was really big. And as a result, I remember having this habit of just 
having my chin tucked down, slunching a little bit forward to kind of hide the size of my chest. And as a result, it caused a lot of poor posture issues. And even now I'm trying to remember to keep my chest up high, keep my chest up, my chin up and all this stuff. And I realized the origin came from shame and there was no one around me to say, hey, you're a beautifully, wonderfully made just the way you are. Everyone develops at different rates and there's nothing wrong with the way that you were designed to be made. So I have to ask you a question right now. Are you upset at your nose? at your booty, at your hands, at whatever. I want you to look at yourself and I want you to feel it. I want you to feel all the crevices right now. I want you to close your eyes and I want to. T- I want you to touch the area that you believed is the quote unquote worst or most unattractive area. And I want you to say this to yourself. I was made for purpose. This was beautifully designed just for me. There is no one else who has this exact feature. And I'm grateful for being unique. I want you to do that. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to continue to stroke those parts of your body that you believed were quote unquote imperfect. But I want to let you know something. It was perfectly designed just for you and you alone. You deserve the moment to acknowledge the uniqueness that is you. And while one person may have said something out of their own insecurities, their own fears, what they are really saying was, I was afraid of embracing what you have. And you represent something that I can't deal with. But I know now, at least now in this moment, you are taking the time to see who you are beautifully made. I want you to open your eyes and I want you to say that I was I am beautifully made because it's true. Every single part from the crown of your head to the tip of your toes was beautifully made just for you. It's a treasure. And I don't care what the newspapers say or social media says or whoever critiques what's a hot body or what's a hot guy or hot girl looking like. You were made just beautifully and wonderfully. And there's no doubt in my mind that your treasure is a gift to the world. Okay. Now, the next thing that I want us to do is I want us to talk about getting to know who we are. And I mentioned in the earlier part of our time with one another that for a lot of us, we made ourselves into our own kind of gremlin or goblin or some type of monstrous creature. <laughs> monstrous? Like monstrous creature. And this is coming from our own insecurities or being criticized by people who were just trying to hurt their own feelings so they can run away from their feelings. Let's just be honest. And so I want you to get to know yourself. I want you to start asking yourself, what are at least five things that you are just so proud of yourselves. We all have gifts. All of us are creative. All of us can inspire. All of us can motivate. All of us can do something. My husband, for example, he is a great builder. He can just build, he can just MacGyver stuff out of like a wood and some shelving pieces and boom, he, he can build a a bookcase or whatever. I don't even know how he does it. (laughs) But I know that there's something about you that is really unique, 
really amazing. And people have probably said that about you. I want you to think about what five things are uniquely you that light you up, that excite you, that you've been complimented about, that really represent the best version of who you are. Go on. I know there is. You're going to pause this podcast for a moment if you need to take some time and think about it. But I want to say that if you have been shamed or criticized by people for characteristics that really are unique to you and make you feel good about yourself, you really have to ask yourself, was that person even worth keeping around? I mean, to be honest with you, I personally think all the people that shame me for being who I was didn't deserve to be around me. And that's probably the same case for you, the people who shamed you, criticized you. Now, let's be honest. If you were being an asshole, you were being rude, disrespectful, not unconsiderate, unkind. If you were being abrupt and evasive and secretive, let's deal with that issue. I'm not talking about those issues where you were legitimately at in the wrong. But your unique personality is a gift because you bring in different elements that other people can't quite see. And if that makes them feel uncomfortable because they don't want to deal with their own insecurities, well, honey, that's on them. I'm not talking about those issues. I'm talking about the people who know and love who you are. That's the comments. That's the feedback that I want. That despite the shortcomings, because we all have them, they can see the value in you. And I see the value in you right now as well, because you're taking the time to listen to this. You've got an opportunity to do a whole bunch of different things right now, but you are choosing for yourself right now to focus on improving who you are. And that is valuable. So let me ask you again, who are you really? What do you do that makes sure you so unique and so special from anybody else? Because for a lot of us, we get so stuck in self-pity and drama and insecurities that somehow we forget the uniqueness that is who we are. So I want you to take your time and I really want you to isolate them. And bonus, if you could talk about that with somebody else to kind of bounce off. Perhaps there is even more things about you that's unique and special that you haven't even taken into consideration. I bet there's a lot. <laughs> I bet there's a lot. All right. Lastly, I want you to know what you want from what you don't want. This is something that I have struggled with for the longest time where I always thought that as long as I'm around people who like me, it doesn't really matter what I don't. I do or I don't want because I can learn to adapt. And I want to let you know that that is not real connection. There's a sense of connection versus belonging. And in order to really belong, you have to be able to have people around you that understand the good and the bad and still don't want. And for you, knowing your wants from your don't wants is understanding even on the worst days, I enjoy this. I enjoy that. Have you ever done that? When's the last time you've done that? You've actually asked yourself right on the spot, okay, I don't want to participate in this activity because, or I want to participate with this group because. I want you to get really clear about what that looks like. I want you to really write down supportive evidence behind it. It's not enough to say it because I don't like it. 
that's not even scratching the surface. For example, I'll give you an example to kind of put a little bit more detail to this idea, is I like the color blue. That's my favorite color. The reason why I like blue, because it, it's calming, it's restorative, it's tranquil. As such, I like things that represent tranquility. I like the sea. I like the air. I like things that are in a constant flight of steady flow. I, that's why I love seeing the clouds in the air, and I love seeing trees rustle at the wind. I like seeing things that remind me of nature. So blue, green, gray, all those colors of this land, sea, and air. I love seeing nature. That's what I like. So I want you to think about as you're thinking about what do you like, including who do you like, let's build a case. Let's explain why we like certain people. I was talking with my husband earlier and I was telling him that as I, you know, get older, I want to be dealing with people who are okay with sometimes being jerks. Not all of us are going to have great days and that's okay. Sometimes we might be a little abrupt someday. Sometimes we may not have a good day, but at least we can show up and say, hey, look, I'm not having a good day. I respect that much, much more than someone who's who was having a bad day and you ask them, are you having a bad day? And they look and you say, no. I'm not having a bad day with a wrinkle in their face and the frown across their forehead. What is that? I mean, what is, is that? How many of us are faking who we are? Now, here's the thing. You may have heard, I've probably told that, you know, even if you're not having a great day, keep smiling because it's only a momentary passing. And that is true. Most times we're going through something, it's a momentary passing. But there comes a time where we can still acknowledge what we're going through while not dismissing or denying its impact on our lives. Where we say, hey, you know, this is going on, but I'm a living And I know I've got opportunities and I know this moment will pass. So let's go back again and talk about identifying what we don't want and what we do want. Sometimes we have been so used to being dragged along and doing different things, different activities, because we feel a false sense of obligation from our family members or from what we believe our close friends were doing, that we somehow lost our sense of our own individual autonomy. And I don't want that for you. I want you to ask yourself like right now, like who am I really going to be in the next five years if I continue this path? Will I like the next version of of who I am becoming to be? Because here's the thing, all the things that you're doing right now will accumulate to some type of end result, positive or negative. We don't really know. It all depends on how you choose to go about your life. But I'll tell you this as a fact, without any any uncertainty, if you're choosing to do things that are not lining up with who you want to become, you're destined to become miserable. That is just an absolute fact. And so I want you to take a good look at everything that you're doing in your business, in your personal life, with your friends, with your neighbors, all of them, and just ask yourself, like, am I, of all the things I'm doing, helping me become the best version of myself? Or am I doing this as some false sense of obligation? Because look, here's the thing, the people who are pressuring you to do certain things or say certain things, most likely they don't even care about how it's impacting you. Because they're so preoccupied with their own insecurities and their own worries and their own frustration and just trying to plug you into any available slot. That's not living life, my dear. 
You deserve better than that. You deserve, if you're going to follow instruction, you're going to follow advice. It's better be from people and situations that are helping you up level your life into a new and better spot. No more, we're just going to be dragging into stuff just because it seemed like it's a popular thing to do or people who do the things that you do are only doing that. Only if you feel as if you want to be there. For example, I'll be very clear. I I don't talk about me being on social media. Oh, find me on Twitter or TikTok or LinkedIn or Instagram or all these other places because I'm not there, at least right now, not at this present time. And that's just me authentically understanding who I am and what I need and where I want to be. So I need you to ask yourself, are you going to be authentically you minus whatever quote unquote negative things may happen? And most of the times we, these quote unquote consequences never really fall out to way we think it's going to be. We always think cataclysmically the worst case scenario and most times it never ends that way. So I want to ask you, are you allowing yourself the freedom? Yes, the freedom to be you and spend time with the people and the friends and the activities that represent you. Are you getting clear about your wants and needs? Are you from just a surface level, it's like, I don't like that to I want that because explain the because, because for oftentimes we get into these habits that we never even question and it becomes robotic and it's routine and we can't get out of routines that don't work unless we begin the process of exploring and asking ourselves the questions. This is the keys to freedom, my dear. This is the keys to a new and better life. Are you willing to take that chance? I'm telling you, you're going to enjoy the ride. I know it might feel a little bumpy at first, but you are going to enjoy the ride. All right, let's recap everything that we've talked about so far. Uh, I want you to get to feel yourself. Every single beautiful portion of your lovely body was built for a reason. If someone didn't like it, oh, well, there's 7.8 billion people in this world. I think you're going to find someone that aligns with you. Okay, I want you to get to know yourself. I want you to know what you want. Is it something that makes you the best version of you? Or are you doing this out of false sense of obligation? And I want you to understand your wants from your don't wants. I want you to now, beyond just saying, I like this or I don't like this, I want you to understand why. Colors, sights, sounds, people, job. I You can get gain information from the people around you who you are so we're so lost somehow in routines sometimes we need to take a step back and ask people who have demonstrated to be sincerely and interested in developing mature relationships with you yes people who you know they're mature if they don't have a problem telling you the good as well as the ugly let's stop hanging around people who are just yes people let's hang around people that will help us grow emotionally okay Well, that is it. Was there something that I said about becoming the best version of yourself, the unapologetic version of yourself? Let me know. Contact me. There's a link in the contact section below if you want to reach out with me. Well, that was it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.